Welcome back, listeners, to Live Your Nest Life, the podcast all about KSU housing and residence life. We've reached the magic number. This is episode number 13. Don't be scared of it. I always like to say it's bad luck to be superstitious. That joke will set it in a little bit later. <laughs> Today, we, ha- we have two special guests that are joining us, but before we get to them, we did want to cover some really important updates. We did a Facebook Live on November 18th where we talked all about the housing application for the 2021-2022 academic year. So please note, if you're a first-year student out there, December 1st at 10 a.m., that's when the application will open up for you. And if you're an upper-class student or a returning student, January 6th, 2021, also at 10 a.m., that's when the housing application will open up for you. So please keep those dates in mind. That Facebook Live that we recorded on the 18th will be available on the housing website. It's also on the KSU YouTube page, and I believe on the Facebook page as well. And this is something we typically cover at the end of each episode, but if you have questions about the episode, thoughts, or ideas for future episodes, please text us at 678-561-3475. That's a Google Voice number that comes to my phone. I check it all the time. We've had a few messages on there, but please give us ideas. Let us know what you think about the show. We'll be happy to respond. So that's it for the updates. We're going to move on to our very special guest. These are two people from Care Services, and they are longtime friends of ours in housing and residence life. They've got a great story. We're very excited today to introduce Marcy Stidham, the founding director of Care Services, and Carrie Olson, the KSU Cares program coordinator. So welcome, Marcy and Carrie. Thank you. Hello, hello. Yeah, thank you for being on the podcast today. Oh, we're so happy to be a part of it. Thank you for having us join y'all. You're welcome. And I, we may get into this a little bit, but we're best friends. We go way back. <laughs> I, I've, I've been at KSU for almost 10 years now, and, and I know you guys have been here for a little bit. So let's let's get the let's let the audience know what you're all about. Tell us about yourselves and what your roles here are at KSU. Well, I'll start. So um, Marcy Stidham, Director of Care. Um, my role has become at KSU to oversee our four programs, of which to carry oversees two of them, our KSU Cares and Emergency Assistance Program. Um, but I'm also responsible for our AmeriCorps Vistas, as well as our Gear Up Georgia program, which uh, serves our high school homeless and foster care students. And I am Carrie Olson. Um, I'm a licensed clinical social worker like Marcy is. And as she said, I'm the program coordinator over two of the four programs in our little care umbrella. I'm an alum of KSU. So I got my master's here, graduated in 2015 um, and have been connected with care in some shape or form since 2013 now. So we're looking at almost eight years. And loving every minute minute of it. Loving every minute of it. Always an adventure. (laughs) <laughs> and Marcy, Marcy, you're being very humble, but you actually started CARE. Can you talk a little about the origin story? Yeah. Um, so when I, I've been here at KSU um, 10 years as well. And so after being here for a year, I met my first homeless student. Um, that year up to that point, I served as the case manager for the counseling psychological services on campus. So the, camp, the counseling center. And I started the case management program that they have now over in CPS. So, um, but after a year, actually, at that time, the housing director asked, could we help them with a student named Penelope? And 
I, I was thinking it was going to be something around the issue, the issue or concerns of mental health and behavioral health, but they said it's a homeless student. So the director, the now director, Josh, he and I looked at each other and we just walked over to the English building and introduced ourselves to the student. And I just treated it as I would any crisis. Um, I, we felt like being homeless was a crisis that needed to be addressed and people in crisis need support. Um, so we met Penelope, came up with a plan with KSU Police Department for them to watch her because she couldn't stay on, sleep on the campus anywhere. So I got her a spot where KSU PD would pass by her through the weekend um, and make sure she was safe. I dug through my drawer and all my coworkers' drawers for snacks, whatever I could find. And, we gave it to her and my intern and I that moment watched her walk to that bench. And I think from that, and that was a Friday, from that Friday, my life has ever been changed. After working with her and getting her the resources she needs and getting her to the point where she was um, doing well at KSU and being able to be a federal work study student in the College of Nursing and all kinds of cool different things that we did over those first 90 days, more students came after her. It was about 15, 16 students. And I remember the counseling center director at that time, Amy, said, so this could be a job. And I was like, no, I'm just trying to help some students. So, but this month we hit 2,100 students that KSU Cares, just KSU Cares, has served. But we've served so many more because of our other four programs. And so Never did I imagine it would become this. Never did I imagine it would be nationally recognized and um, talking to national organizations and colleges all across the university, I mean, all across the country so they can replicate uh, what we do at their universities. Um, that was just not in my vision, but I'm always up for a challenge. But the moment, and that's when Carrie was my intern, Carrie was my intern, um, the moment I realized that we were gonna have to do something was when I kept calling other colleges across the country, across the state, downtown Atlanta, and asking, what are y'all doing about this? Can I just, can we know what we're doing so we can know what we need to do? And um, the last college I talked to said, somebody just needs to do something about that. And I hung up the phone and then said, well, we'll fix it. And from then to today, um, it has been a wonderful, wonderful ride, um, but we stay busy. Um, and, and it's amazing to me how many students now come to KSU because of our program. Yeah, that's just incredible. I've, I've heard the story of Penelope before, but every time I hear it, it's just amazing that one student, you reaching out to one student started what CARE is today. It's just, it's awesome. I know I, we, touched, we touched on the four big areas that CARE offers. Can you go highlight a little bit more about the services that CARE provides to our students? Well, I'll um, do what we call our indirect um, services, and then and I'll let Carrie, since she oversees the day-to-day -day role of the direct services, I'll let her do those. So Gear Up Georgia um, is a partnership between Kennesaw State University and the Board of Regents. Um, the state of Georgia was giving funding through the um, Federal Department of Education to provide two models, a cohort model which is the class of 2022 
um, you follow that class from when they were in like seventh grade until their first full year of college. Um, and then the priority model, which KSU is responsible for the entire priority model, um, we have up to 15 counties that we can serve, and we're currently in eight. And we serve all eight of those counties and work with juniors and seniors who are homeless in foster care, and we'll follow them until their, their first full year of college. And so and it is the state of Georgia. So we're in um, southeast, southwest, middle, um, metro Atlanta, and north Georgia. So we crisscross the state. Um, when we could, when we can travel and visit students in person, so we have to have people in all those areas. So AmeriCorps Vista, that's our newest program. AmeriCorps Vista, it's in its um, going into its third year. What we're doing with that program is we're helping to eradicate poverty. So we have ten AmeriCorps Vistas assigned to us who can be here for one year. Four of them are assigned to care services. The other six. Are, are sprinkled throughout the university. So Women's Center, First Generation Programs, OWL Swaps, different places have a AmeriCorps VISTA. And most of those AmeriCorps VISTAs are actually managing those programs. And they are doing different projects that focus on building those departments' capacity to serve while ending poverty. So for CARE, our four help one is a, what we call a VISTA leader. So they kind of provide the support to all the other VISTAs. But the other three, one does our outreach and our social media. Um, the other helps us with our research endeavors because we are going into the research world. And then our fourth one, Mandy, she helps carry with our Ascend Living Learning Village and all the day-to-day -day things that happen with KSU CARES. Um, and then we also have an additional 15 positions, so a total of 25. Those 15 are here only eight weeks during the summer, and those are for undergraduate students here at KSU or any university who want to help us, again, build capacity, but they provide direct service, um, so they could be um, case managers or camp counselors or also run programs, but um, they do that for only eight weeks. All those, all 25 of those positions um, get a stipend. It is not a living wage, but they get a monthly stipend, stipend. but at the end of the, their service time, whether it's eight weeks or a year, they get money to help them pay down their student debt or they pay their tuition. So the ones who serve for a year are typically people in grad school or have finished college and have loans. So they get $6,000 to pay down their debt. But the eight-week students are typically in school and they, all 15 of ours from this summer, I think they all turned around and put the whole $2,300 that they get on their tuition for this semester. So then our, actually our newest um, program is the Emergency Assistance Program. That has been around since August of 2019. Um, and that is for any KSU student who is experiencing some sort of financial hardship. So we work in partnership with the Office of Financial Aid, the Dean of Students Office, and everybody kind of collaborates to see what resources we can find for a student. Um, and that can be anything from, you know, my car broke down and I need, you know, money to fix my transmission. Or, you know, what we're seeing a lot of right now, obviously, is, is COVID-related financial burdens. Um, so people who've lost jobs during the crisis, people who um, are on the verge of eviction because of the crisis, um, things like that. So we just work together to see what we can do to try and keep those students in school. 
Um, and then kind of our flagship program that people tend to know us for and how we all got started is KSU Cares. And at its basic level, KSU Cares provides services to students who are homeless, food insecure, or connected with the foster care system. Um, so we operate the campus pantries. So we have one on each campus. We also provide for students who need more intensive services, things like our temporary housing program, financial assistance, rental assistance. We can purchase meal plans for students who need it, toiletries, linens, bedding, uh, you name it. We can tend to find the resources that students need, again, just to remove whatever barriers we can so that they can be academically successful. Yeah, that's a fantastic program. We've been involved with KSU Cares for quite, a, quite some time. If you're a listener or a parent of a student out there and your student is having a hard time um, making ends meet financially, please know that CARE is out there for you, ready to help at a moment's notice. I know they jump in a lot of times and help students at the 11th hour when they might be you know, potentially being removed from housing either on campus or off. And then the food pantry has been a tremendous success. I know that, um, I've never told you this, but you taught me a new word, the food insecurity. I didn't know oh, that, yeah. that that was a thing. I, I went to, I believe it was an Empty Bowls event two or three years ago, and you guys put on a presentation, raised money for care, and it was just a great, great learning opportunity for myself and everybody else who attended. Yeah, it was. I still have the bowl, too. I use it every day at home. I love it. Yeah, we used to, you know, most people are familiar with the term hunger, um, but kind of in the field, we shifted to the idea of food insecurity instead of hunger because you might still be eating. So it might not be that you don't have food, but that you don't have nutritious food, sustainable food, or the way that you're getting the food is not kind of what we would consider, you know, in a healthy, safe manner. Um, so if you're eating, you know, leftovers or that, you know, aren't from like your family, or, you know, we always give the example of we had a student who would order a pizza at the beginning of the week and she would just eat like a slice a day every day. So she technically wasn't hungry because she was still eating food, but you actually can't live off of pizza, even though lots of people might think that they can or want to, um, you know, it wasn't meeting all the needs that she had. So that's where that idea of food insecurity comes from. Yeah, I, I, it's amazing. You guys do such great work in that regard. And I, I believe I know the answer to this, but just for the listener's sake, who has access to utilize the services that CARE offers? Yeah, so for um, emergency assistance and um, KSU Cares as far as the pantry, any active KSU student can access those services. Um, for emergency assistance, you need to have an active FAFSA on file because that's how we look at kind of what um, what your need is and, and what resources are available to you. For the pantry, when it was originally started, um, Betty Siegel founded it on the idea that every KSU student should have access to food. And so we have kept that spirit. Um, and so any KSU student can come once a month, no questions asked. We quite honestly have that rule doesn't really apply right now because of COVID. We're kind of not checking that very strictly because, you know, things are crazy right now. Um, but so we're just, you know, I, we want people to be fed and taken care of. Um, and that's all that really matters right now. But, um, if we start to see that somebody's coming, you know, more often than that, that's when we try and say, Hey, you know, there are more resources that we can provide for you come in and meet with a case manager and let's do a full assessment and see what else we can help you with beyond just, um, pantry boxes. Yeah. And, and this episode is dropping just after Thanksgiving break has ended, but students, 
face food insecurity even during times when school's not in session. So let's talk about the winter break coming up in December. How will will your services be available during the winter break? And then how will students get access to that if you are so for yeah, services will be open. Um we'll be here um right up until the 24th. And then there's be those days where staff, of course, uh, most staff have to take off um due to the holidays, but um, we will be back. So one thing I love what Carrie does is we make sure to send message. So we blast our students that already come to the pantry with messages about, you know, come get your food, come get the needed items. But also what we have done and COVID brought us to this moment, um, our goal and plan is to make sure the housing hubs have boxes that way if someone needs anything while we're gone um, for those those four days four or five days they'll have you they'll have resources to be able to supply to them and how COVID taught us that is we did that partnership during um, when it all started having food in the hubs but then we also had food at the police department because they were able to give food away to students whenever it was needed, because we didn't want people to miss the opportunity. So at the end of the day, we're here. We're going to be here. We're going to make sure that we work with campus partners like housing to make sure that our students are, are taken care of. And any student who just happens to never have shopped with us, but realize that they need food, that they can still have access. That's great. And for the listeners out there, Housing and Residence Life, we have staff members on call 24-7, 365. So even on Christmas Day, you could call up your RA on call or the professional staff on call. Um, police department has food that they can hand out to you if you're if you're having some, some challenges over the break. So please know that those resources are there. And then th- this is a time for plugs. How would students connect with your office? Are you on social media? What's your, your website? Let's just put all that stuff out there. So our website is care.kennesaw.edu. When you go on there, you immediately see all four of our programs. So if a student is not sure which service pertains to them, click emergency assistance. I keep telling people, I think we've learned that that has become the easy button. You can click there and we can at least start to see how can we help you financially? Because that's the goal of emergency assistance. How can we, are there dollars that we can provide for you through financial aid that will resolve the crisis that you're in temporarily. Carrie and her team will look at that file as well to say, but do you need more? And so I would definitely say go to care.kennesaw.edu. Also, we we are on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So if you go to at KSU Cares or hashtag KSU underscore care, we will you'll be able to find us. We've done a really great job this year of making sure that you can type in a combination of KSU and CARE and pretty much we pop up. So we're excited about that. (laughs) Um, But we want to make sure that students can access us. But yes, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We have a wonderful AmeriCorps Vista, Sarah, who monitors it. And if you send us a message, she will chat you back. And now that we're getting a lot of outreach through our Instagram page, through direct messaging, um, we'll also have her and Hannah 
help um, respond to those messages at, in January because as our followers have increased, more and more people are reaching to us that way. And then there's just email, hairservices at kennesaw.edu. You can definitely email us and we are watching the email to make sure if a student has a question or a need that we try to respond as quickly as we can and, and, and help in any way we can. We, we've had questions from, I'm homeless, what do I do? I'm about to miss my rent payment. What do I, how can you help me? So that's where we're there for that. And we also get um, requests about like internship opportunities and volunteer opportunities. And so there's a page on our website too for an interest um, or an internship interest form um, for students who are in the social work field, human services, masters of public administration, communications and marketing. So they can look at internship opportunities with us. And then we are also an agency through VKSU. Our volunteer opportunities have obviously looked differently this semester, but hopefully soon, 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 we'll be able to start, you know, offering in-person volunteer opportunities again. Um, we always have students who need hours for their programs, and so we try and keep that up and running as well as best as we can so they can help in the pantry. Um, this, you know, a couple weeks ago, we had an outreach event where we were going door to door to the Marietta campus and making sure the students on campus knew about our pantry hours for the break. And that was a volunteer opportunity that we had, I think, eight students help us with. Um, so we're doing our best to try and keep opportunities available in the midst of all the, the fun COVID policies. Oh, yeah. We're, we're looking forward to getting back to face to face as well. And I know you mentioned that there's been over 2,100 students served. With that. that was just this year alone. Is that right? That's in total. In total. Okay. So KSU Cares, I, I would venture to say you guys have helped thousands of students over the years. And I know that everything costs money, the food in the food pantry, you, you really run on donations from the community and the graciousness of, of your supporters. If someone's listening to this podcast today and they want to help out, whether financially or otherwise, what would you suggest they do to help or how, how can they contribute to the, the future success of CARE? So there's very different ways that you can give to care. Um, and we've come up with, through COVID with some very unique ways. We've had students in the past who've sold brownies or cookies or um, done a penny drive. And so they give those dollars to care because they know we run like a nonprofit. Nothing we do for our students comes from student fees or from state dollars. It's all funds that we raise through different donors. But then the cool things are the Coca-Cola reverse vending machines. Every bottle put in a reverse vending machine, a nickel comes to care. So nickels add up. And I and also students have tried to do different things about food drives and different things of that nature. And it looks a little bit different now. So I'll let Carrie share about that. Yeah, so we've done, um, like Marcy said, we've we've gotten creative. Um, we've been able to get kind of creative in the past few months for how we can do that. So we've really kind of switched from, you know, in-kind, in-person donations to financial donations. And so we're having people kind of help us out that way. We did with Hoot Out Hunger during Homelessness Awareness Week in our partnership with Athletics. They helped us raise I think over $2,500 so that we could then take that money and go buy the food. Cause right now we're, we're buying everything for the pantry right now, just because of various guidelines and, and the difficulties with trying to quarantine food and make sure it's safe before we distribute it. So um, we've, 
we've had a lot of help with um, financial donations during this time period. We also right now have our holiday wishes adoption drive. And so that's something that is um, quite honestly my favorite thing that we do. And so it's basically like a, like an angel tree, like you've seen other um, nonprofits do that. And so our students send their wish list items to us and we have made this giant Amazon registry where donors can go on and, and go, you know, holiday wishes shopping um, for our students. And so if they use our Amazon registry, it gets sent directly to our office. They don't have to worry about shipping or anything like that. And then we partner with VKSU who helps us wrap all of the gifts. And then we distribute those um, usually in about the second week of December, right before we try to do it right before finals. And so that's really fun. I get to play Santa and, um, and help our students because a lot of our students, you know, just take care of basic needs and they don't get to do, they don't get to spend money on the fun stuff because they don't have it, or they're trying to be safe and smart and follow kind of the guidelines and the, the, the skills we've tried to teach them about budgeting wisely. So they don't get to do the fun stuff or spend, you know, splurge on those kinds of things that I think everybody should get to have during this time. So this is their chance to ask for, you know, the silly stuff, the fun stuff, the things they wouldn't normally spend money on. And, and we get to give them gifts and it's so fun. Now, will that be an in-person event this year where you get to play Santa? Yeah, I think so. So that's a good point. Yeah. So we'll probably have a volunteer day um, in the beginning of December where students can help us wrap those gifts. Um, and then we will have pickup times for our care students to come by the pantries and pick up their um, the items that have been donated for them. That's awesome. I love that you guys do that. It's so fun. <laughs> and thank you so much for being on the podcast today. We do end each podcast with something positive. And so we try to get our guests to share something you're excited about. It's been a really challenging year for a lot of people. Well, really for everybody. Yeah. And I know me personally, I'm looking forward to the calendar year ending and hopefully 2021 being different. And just, if you will, just share something that you're excited about, um, either a for the rest of 2020, something exciting that may be happening or something you're looking forward to in the new year? I'm excited for the holidays. Like Karen is talking about with the holiday wishes, it's a special time to be able to give out and play Santa. So I love that. I also love the time, the family time that I get with my little family and our extended family. So I'm, ex I'm excited for that, but I'm really excited to pass out those gifts to our students to help them, especially the students who have little ones themselves, their parent, their student parents. Yeah. And it's extra special to be able to help them give their children Christmas. Yeah, and I would say this year, this fall has been the first time for our Ascend program and our Living Learning Village. And so that has been something that I feel like I have thought about and planned for for years now and so it was so fun to actually get that started um, we've had some you know bumps along the way learning how we do that but we have 11 students who are living in a house together we are going to be doing things like gingerbread house making and cookie decorating and stuff like that over the winter break but it's just been that has been a really fun experience for us to see them get to know each other and grow together and just kind of be this foundational cohort of students for this program for us. That's amazing and awesome. I'm really happy you guys are still here at KSU. Thank you so much for all the work that you do. I know care services has changed the lives of thousands of Penelope's out there. 
And if you're a student who's listening and you feel like you may want to reach out for help, please visit their website. Um, reach out to them in any way you can. DM them on Instagram. Um, just, just reach out for help if you need it. Uh, again, Marcy and Carrie, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. And if you're a loyal listener, uh, please know that our podcast is going on break after this episode drops on November 30th. We will be returning to your ears on January 25th, the first podcast of the new year. Can't wait. And as always, you can follow us on all the social media at Housing KSU on Instagram and Facebook. Please like and subscribe to the show. Give us some ratings. Let us know what you think. Hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you soon. Bye.